This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Equity Minds. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to the Equity Mates Summer Series, proudly brought to you by Superhero. Over 12 episodes, we're deep diving into some of the most exciting, interesting, and well-known companies from both here in Australia and over in the US. In some instances, we'll be hearing directly from the CEOs to give you first-hand insight into their companies. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Great to be back for our third Summer Series. Yes, third, 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 fourth. Third. Oh man, time flies. Time flies. But uh, this is uh, one of our favourite times of the year because we, well, we take a recording break, but we get the opportunity to deep dive into 12 companies, uh, one episode per company. We, As we've grown, we've been able to get some CEOs to join us, so we get to speak to some of the CEOs as well. But it's just a really good opportunity to... I guess, remind ourselves of why we love investing so much, which is you get to go down these rabbit holes of really interesting companies trying to work on big problems or trying to create new categories. Um, And this year we've got, I think, six US companies, six Australian companies. So broad range of industries, broad range of, um, I guess, business stages, broad range of sizes. So keen to get stuck in. Yeah, I love this series. We've got an epic lineup of companies and the summer series is brought to you by Superhero. Superhero allows you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly fees and you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply. So first cab off the rank today, Ren, is a deep dive on BWX and we're fortunate enough to be joined by the CEO of BWX to talk through all things that are going on there and one of the uh, acquisition deals that have certainly uh, got some attention over the last few months, which we'll get to in a second. But there is one more thing that we uh, need to let the audience know. Uh, You guys have a chance to win $1,000 for every summer series episode that we do. That's $12,000 over summer 
all thanks to Superhero, who are giving a lucky listener $1,000 into a Superhero wallet to start trading. It's pretty simple. All you need to do is listen to this episode, head across to our Equity Mates Instagram page at Equity Mates, and then on the corresponding post for this specific episode, just let us know in the comments what your favorite fact is about BWX. That's all you need to do. Let us know what really interested you about BWX. And then each week we'll choose uh, one lucky listener from uh, those comments to win a thousand bucks. Yeah. So thanks to Superhero for uh, supporting that competition, for supporting this episode. Let's get into it. Let's BWX. Do it. Yes. Let's start from the top. Yeah. Uh, BWX, not a company I'd ever heard of before the recent deal, which we'll get into. Is it one that you're that you knew about? I was familiar with the brands of BWX within it, but definitely hadn't heard of the parent company. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of the Equity Mates community will be similar. I think the name probably doesn't ring a bell, but as we get into it, you probably have, are familiar with some of the, the brands that are under them. So let's start at the very beginning. Uh, founded in 2013 in Victoria, they develop, manufacture and distribute uh, natural body, hair, skin products in the US, the Australia internationally. Mm. They're a natural beauty and skincare business. They've got five brands, uh, some of which people may be familiar with. Sukin. Sukin, yeah. Yeah. Um, number one natural skincare brand in Australian pharmacy. Yes, I like Sukin. You do? I use a bit of Sukin. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and allow nat- nationals. Yeah. Number one facial skincare brand in the US natural channel. Yeah. One that you're familiar with? No, I haven't. Uh, US PA or U Spa. Haven't heard of that one, but uh, that's probably because I'm not in the spa industry. Yeah, that's a supplier <laughs> to the spa industry. Mineral Fusion, number one cosmetics brand in the US natural channel. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't. Uh, not over in the US. The name rings a bell, but obviously I'm not a big uh, skincare and beauty user. And then finally, go to yeah, skincare. Zoe Foster Blake's uh, skincare brand. Have you heard of that one? I have heard of that one. Yeah. It's a bit hard not to have heard of that one. I think so. Uh, go to is really the exciting, uh, well, the recent excitement around this company. Um, Zoe Foster Blake, um, she started go to, uh, and it just has taken off over the last however many years. And This year, this year, Mm, earlier this year, year, BWX announced uh, a deal. They now own 50.1% of GoTo. Yeah. So just got that ownership stake. Big deal. Well, what what I can see from this though is all the brands that they have there, so five five key brands, but they're all like uh, leaders within their channel. Yeah. So pretty strong makeup of brands um, for BWX and, of course, adding GoTo uh, is is likely to – you know, a lot of those are US natural channel, but GoTo is um, massive here in Australia, obviously with international expansion plans as well. So pretty strong um, suite of product of brands there. So that's if that's the brands, probably where I think uh, like the a really interesting part of this business model is, is when it comes to their distribution strategy, because we're, we're sort of entering an era where suppliers are either e-commerce, direct to consumer or their, yeah, you know, your more traditional channels, but very few businesses are really strong on both. Yeah. You know, like the Nikes of the world that can go strong direct to consumer and also go strong through traditional retailers are really the exception more than the rule. Uh, and there are some, there are some great retail businesses that do both, but a lot of them 
play in their lane. BWX is trying to do both. So on one hand, they have uh, they've been really pushing hard into traditional distribution channels. They've got a big Woolies deal. They uh, signed a strategic partnership with Chemist Warehouse over in Canada. They signed a big deal with Walmart. So they're really pushing hard into big box retail. Mm. But on the other hand, they are also going hard into e-commerce, and they actually own two e-commerce platforms. Uh, tell me if you've used either of these. Uh, nourished life haven't used it but definitely know about oh, it oh really yeah. okay there you go and yeah. flora and fauna had not sure about that one so they are two e-commerce platforms two websites that sell both bwx's products but then also other natural ethical vegan sustainable beauty products as well fun fact nourish life was founded by irene falcone who does um sans drinks the non-alcoholic no drinks way. yeah there you go yeah, so she did so that she and sold now it she's, to BWX. yeah well i think she still is part of it in or maybe she's fully sold out yeah but his she she was definitely the founder there you go yeah Small and, world. Now, and then now in um should have got her on to talk about it. Non-alcoholic drinks, yeah. Wow. Anyway. That's, I guess, the business in a nutshell. Five brands, two platforms, and then obviously established retail channels. Yeah. But let's have a look at the industry because that's the exciting part, I think, when you think about this company. It's the it's in a channel that is uh, growing, I think. Yeah, they say uh, the most exciting industries are industries that are declining at 3% a year. <laughs> is it declining at 3% yeah, a year? Yeah, the beauty industry declined 3%. Uh, there's a difference, I think, though, between beauty, though, and natural beauty. I would imagine if you stripped it back, I would imagine the lanes that they're in are probably, probably yeah. growing a little bit. And I think we'll hear from the CEO uh, about that in, in at the end of this episode. But uh, the beauty and personal care industry in 2020, 487 billion. The entire industry declining 3% in 2020. But Euromonitor expects it to pick up a bit with compound average growth of 3% between now and end of 2025. I mean, it's not surprising that the beauty industry declined in the middle of the pandemic. People weren't going out as much. Personal care, you would have thought, maybe would have made up for that with people having more time. But mm. but yeah, I, th- I feel like you know this, this whole industry is, would be pretty tied to GDP. You know, as people get more disposable income, there's probably a portion of it that goes to more of more of these beauty and personal care items. But but I think one thing that is worth paying attention to is the disruption within the industry because traditionally, you know, the beauty and personal care industry was dominated by the big conglomerates. That hasn't really changed, but they are getting disrupted a little bit by smaller brands, influencer brands, disruptive Mm. brands. So the top five beauty and personal care players globally saw their combined market share drop 2% between 2015 and 2020. So not massively, but when you you think about an industry that's almost half a trillion dollars, 2% is a lot of money. Yeah. And we can think about the brands that are driving this disruption, you know, you look at what Kylie Jenner did over in the US, you look at what Zoe Foster Blake has done in Australia. It's these personality led, influencer led brands that are really disrupting some of the the bigger players and taking some market share from them. Yeah. So I've just had a quick squiz at the natural and organic personal care 
uh, industry specifically in the US, given that BWX has uh, a number of its key brands over there. And we know that the plan is to take um, go to over there as well. And it is um, within the broad industry actually growing at about five and a half percent year on year. It's still not that fast. Yeah. I would have thought it would have been I think faster. It's just, yeah, maybe it's just because it's so so fractured. I don't know. I don't anyway. know if that would make a difference. But, yeah, anyway, it is it is growing. So speaking of growing, let's talk about BWX's numbers because they're pretty impressive. They are. So uh, about a $735 million market cap uh, as a company. The share price has traded flat for about five years, $4.25 November 2016, about $4.50 today. So – at time of recording. Yeah, at time of recording. I think they must have issued a bunch of shares in that time though because looking at their revenue and profit numbers, there's no way the market cap has stayed steady in that time. Yeah, right. So I think the, sh- the only way that the share price stays steady is if they have issued more shares. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, the reason I say that, in the last five years, revenue has grown from $54 million to $194 million. Pretty good growth. Pretty good growth. Yeah. Uh, almost 30% compound annual growth rate. Profit hasn't grown quite as quickly uh, from 12 million to 23.5 million. Still not bad, 14% um, compound annual growth rate. Yeah. So the numbers are heading in the right direction. And I think for me, the big thing is it's not just one of the brands that's driving that growth. Yeah, there's not like key brand risk. Yeah, If yeah. one brand was to somehow flop, then the entire business goes down with it. Yeah. Yeah. So what, Sukin is the biggest contributor of revenue, 38%. Uh, and then what have we got? Second uh, is the Andalo Naturals, 19%. Mineral Fusion, 11%. Go-to is what projected to be about 15%. I yep. imagine, yeah. And then um, the e-commerce platforms that we spoke about, Nourish Life and Flora and Fauna, contributing about 17%. So pretty nice spread there. Super yeah. obviously the biggest, but um, yeah, you're right. It's it's important to have that diversification. Yeah. Now, one thing that I did think about when I saw that they had two platforms was are they can- – well, first of all, the distribution strategy of retail and – then website, let their, your own e-commerce platforms. Surely there's a bit of cannibalization there. So we'll ask Dave, the um, CEO, about that when we interview him. But I was also thinking like two platforms. Surely there's a bit of cannibalization between Nourish Life and Flora and Fauna. But the company is obviously aware that people have asked them that. And so they've published some numbers. There's a minimal overlap of customers, 13% of customers overlap between the two sites. But also SKUs, less than 20% of the SKUs overlap. And together for the two websites, 80% of the SKUs available on these two websites aren't available in mainstream retail. Oh, right. So it's like it's, so it's in some ways it's very they're very complementary to each other, but also complementary to like general retail. Mm, yeah, mm. that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because you, you don't see many companies. You don't see Amazon have like Amazon.com and then you know the Nile.com. So eighty percent of SKUs on the websites are not available on mainstream retail, meaning in stores or just you can't find them anywhere else on your cl- on your classic chemist warehouse website and those sorts of places. Well, I think mainstream retail both online and um and in store in store like yeah. yeah because the one of them is eth- all about ethical the other is like vegan ethical sustainable i think one is more millennial focused one is more gen z focused mm. for a 
category that I know nothing about, like skincare, personal care, beauty, definitely not my cup of tea. <laughs> no. But it's an interesting business and yeah. like the numbers in some ways speak for themselves. Like they are growing quickly, they're acquiring good brands, they're succeeding overseas. If you want to see some cool images of a new warehouse that they're building, it's it looks pretty like a new production facility. Um, it looks pretty slick. Obviously, it's CGI, so we'll see how it looks in real life. But, um, you know, they're investing in automating their production, which will bring costs down, I assume. So in terms of like a cool Australian success story, full credit. Yeah, absolutely. So we know it's in the, the natural the natural space, um, organic space. And so you would imagine they've got some pretty lofty sustainability targets, which they do targeting 100% recyclable and carbon neutral brands and operations by 2030. And this is something that we speak to Dave Fenlon, the CEO, about later in this episode. But uh, good to see they've got some uh, strong targets there as well. And uh, yeah, he's very bullish on the fact that they're going to hit them, no worries. So yeah. Let's just quickly touch on what their future plans are, but then let's get to this interview because um, I think we'll be able to get a lot more detail when we speak to Dave. Mm. But looking at what the company's talking about, about their future plans, I feel like it's a pretty simple strategy at this point. Like there's nothing too complicated. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Mm. Mm. They've obviously got this portfolio of brands approach and so it's keep growing the brands that they have keep an eye out for more strategic acquisitions to add to the portfolio but it feels like the real focus right now is go to yes. and realizing the potential in go to we pulled out some of the numbers for go to's growth because it's a pretty phenomenal story so founded in 2014 by Zoe Foster Blake and then it just has sort of exploded so F21 delivered 37 million in revenue 12 million in EBITDA and over the last three years its compound annual growth rate for revenue was 50%, 50% a year and then for EBITDA was 39% a year. Lovely numbers. I love to see those numbers. (laughs) Very impressive. (laughs) Yeah and uh, as we'll hear in a moment but the focus is really on uh, taking go-to from the success story it is here in Australia and taking that internationally. They BWX have the the network and the, the skills to do so and the scale to really leverage that and push go-to to huge heights, I would imagine, around the world. Mm. Yeah. So uh, if you want to check out some more information on uh, BWX, uh, you can head over to Superhero and see a bit there. Let's take a quick break and then jump into the interview with BWX CEO, Dave Fenlon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we're now joined by Dave Fenlon. Dave is the Group CEO and Managing Director of BWX. Dave, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So Dave, we always like to start these interviews uh, with the CEO describing their company in their own words. So to kick us off today, what is BWX? Well, put it simply, uh, we're all in on natural. BWX is uh, a purpose-driven Australian company and we exist to create natural beauty and wellness for the world. We're spread across the globe. Uh, We have uh, headquarters in Melbourne, Australia. We have offices in Sydney, Shanghai, and and I'm currently joining you here from Petaluma, which is just north of uh, San Francisco. Uh, We've got a collection of what we think are industry-leading brands, Sukin, Andalou Naturals, Mineral Fusion, GoTo, and a couple of very, very strong direct-to-consumer platforms in Flora and Fauna and uh, Nourish Life. Um, so ultimately, you know, we're trying to capture consumers as they move from what has been historically quite a synthetic-driven or uh, artificial ingredients-led skincare and beauty regime to really unlock the usage of natural ingredients and natural components so that consumers can still get that great performance in their beauty and skincare regime but do it naturally. Great products, really great experiences for consumers, but all done naturally. Now, Dave, I must admit, uh, skincare is not something that I'm particularly strong on. Um, <laughs> may, maybe I'll be convinced, well, but uh, I'm I'm very much a novice when it comes to this space. Well, well I was actually going to say I'm a big user of Sukin. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Lo- love it, love it. So BWX is carving out a niche in, in this space, um, you know, the growing natural and ethical beauty space. Uh, why are consumers gravitating to this niche? And I guess the follow-on from that is why should then investors follow them? Yeah. Look, I think important. Importantly, let's think about what the size of the of the category is. Right, it's half a trillion US dollars uh, a year as a category, right, for beauty and personal care. The category is growing at around about five and a half percent CAGR for the last three years, and it looks as if that growth is going to continue. COVID has also accelerated that from a natural perspective. So what we're trying to do is make sure that the natural part of that becomes mainstream. Personal beauty has always been a big category, but we're trying to unlock that from a natural perspective. We've owned Sukin. One of you just said, you know, you're a complete user of that since 2007. (laughs) It's a pioneering brand. It's somebody, it's a brand that really is bringing people from that synthetic environment and giving the opportunity to try and test at the natural ingredients that we have and we think bwx is really well positioned with that house of brands to really bring that to consumers why because natural is no longer just uh, niche it's mainstream in fact it's a revolution that's really really uh, accelerating we're democratizing the opportunity to go natural and what we do is make it affordable we're not 200 dollars you know mm-hmm. we're entry we're affordable we're great value and what we're also doing is working with consumers and customers as everybody tries to improve their impact and their footprint on the planet. So we're bringing what is a really good growing category and a great consumer tailwind together, and we're doing it with brands that we really do believe started this revolution, not someone that's coming late to the party. Mm. Now, Dave, speaking of uh, great brands, uh, I think one of the more exciting announcements uh, from BWX recently is around the GoTo acquisition. Uh, A lot of people listening will be familiar with GoTo, Zoe Foster-Blake and her team's uh, skincare brand. So can you sort of take us, I guess, into the room? What was the conversations like with Zoe and her team putting this deal together? And then what's the plans going forward uh, as having GoTo as part of your range? 
So it all started about two and a half years ago when I first joined the business. And what we did is what we created is, is a watch list, companies that we really thought were great, worthy rivals, people that were really, you know, changing up the space and pioneering. And uh, and GoTo was on that list. And we tracked them and we followed them. And very fortunately, uh, Zoe decided it was time for her to look at a partner to take the brand internationally. And very early on, if you talk to her, there was a very strong mutual attraction. Why? Because we've got the same ethos, right? She could have chosen many, many people. She could have chosen private equity. She could have chosen dimmer, you know, different partners. The reality is we've got a very similar purpose. We've got a very similar culture. And we both want to really democratize natural ingredients and natural products across the globe. So it really shows that, you know, from a cultural perspective, that's where Zoe started. Now, she is an amazing entrepreneur. She's a brilliant beauty editor from the past. And she's created with her team some really high quality and complementary products that are simple to use. They're trusted. They've got a great audience. And we can bring international growth opportunities to that brand. And uh, we'll take what they've done exceptionally well in Australia, and we'll continue to work on that, grow on that, bring new products to market. And then together, we're going to take the brand internationally. We've had some great conversations with retailers across the globe. I mean, one of the interesting factors is we announced the, uh, the, the partnership, and within the hour, while we were still on investor calls, we had 17 retailers come in because it's got such a strong brand following. You may or may not be able to get into the closed Facebook group because you've got to be very special to get in there. But there's 25,000 Facebook followers to the brand and they are just passionate about sharing the education, sharing their knowledge and sharing their love for the products. And ultimately, it's a brand that is super, super uh, in its growth trajectory. Buy new products, but also bring in new users and new consumers to the brand. So great, great financial performance, great values, great cultural fit. Uh, and we're excited about how we're going to work together in the partnership and take this brand to uh, to more global consumers. Yeah, it's uh, it was an exciting story. And we were reading through the, the deck um, and the growth um, of BWX and also go to has just been pretty phenomenal. So um, yeah, can understand why that was on your hit list. Yeah. Talking about acquisition opportunities, you know, as investors, we look at managers and try to assess how good they are as capital allocators and how they think through acquisitions um, to, you know, bolt on and, and continue growth. How do you think about identifying the next opportunity? Is um, is there sort of like a, a point where you say, all right, we've got enough brands? What, what's the process and your, your strategy for, for acquisitions? Look, I think importantly, that again starts by what I said, this is this watch list, right? It may not be that these businesses are businesses that we bring into the portfolio, but we can learn from them. So we currently have about 38 companies on our watch list, not, as I said, just for straight acquisition, but to learn worthy rivals. What are they doing? How can we improve uh, from, from, you know, stealing with pride with what they're doing? But if we do look at it as an acquisition, we want it to be against our core. Is it natural? Is it a brand that can ultimately fit happily alongside what we already have in the family is it driving growth has it got a very strong consumer proposition where does it differentiate what's its real purpose and where does it differentiate against its competitor set and importantly what proportion of its revenue is direct to consumer and what proportion of its revenue is with retail important part because as we know consumers now really do have an omni-channel approach to where they're shopping 
Plus, what can BWX bring to that partnership? Can we bring manufacturing benefits? Can we bring experience of going internationally? What can we do from a procurement benefit to also bring cost synergies that we can use to unlock and uh, increase our marketing spend? So there's a whole bunch of factors that take into cons- we take into consideration. Bottom line, though, got to be EPS accretive, got to be a business that's growing, got to be a business that we can unlock synergies because ultimately we are a public company and we have a responsibility to return to our shareholders. Mm, I, uh, I love that idea of a watch list, Dave. I think uh, I might get Bryce and I to sit down and make a watch list for equity mates after this. <laughs> um, both Bryce and I are former retailers and as we were uh, looking uh, at your company and researching for this interview, uh, we were struck by, uh, I guess, the two-track distribution strategy that you're following. On one hand, you're deep Deepening relationships with traditional retailers, uh, Walmart in Canada, uh, Woolworths in Australia, Chemist Warehouse, uh, wherever they're located globally. And then also you're going down the e-commerce direct-to-consumer route. You've got two uh, e-commerce platforms and your brands, uh, some also have, you know, direct uh, websites where they're selling. it's It's an interesting strategy. You know, a lot of suppliers will... Uh, focus on one uh, as a wholesaler or one on direct to customer, but you're you're really pursuing both hard. How do you think mm-hmm. about? Uh, well, I guess first of all, why why that decision to choose both and and, and pursue both, and then uh, how do you balance those uh, strategies? Do you worry that they may end up cannibalizing each other or anything like that? It, it's really actually quite simple. The consumers will shop where they want to shop, and nobody is held ransom to shop bricks and mortar or D to C. In fact, if you look at your own shopping habits, you know, I look at mine, I shop across all of the platforms. I also, when I shop bricks and mortar, shop in different retailers, whether they be grocery, mass, speciality, or pharmacy. And also when I'm shopping online, sometimes I buy direct from the brand or I'll go to someone like Amazon or someone like Flora and Fauna or Nourish Life. Importantly, it's where the shopper and consumer wants to purchase. So that's the most important thing because they ultimately, ultimately are the control of your destiny because they are the people, old-fashioned saying, that ultimately pay your wages. So traditional retail partners are really, really important for the category. Even after all of the changes of COVID, we're still under 15% in Australia as a group of consumers purchasing from online. America's slightly bigger, 20-22%. And I think that will continue to grow and I think it will continue to change. But traditional retailers also provide education they provide shelf space they provide an experience for consumers and that's also vitally important just look at what's going to happen in melbourne at six o'clock tonight when the doors of retail are thrown back open there's going to be queues people (laughs) still love that interaction so what we do is we think both of those are equally important because that's what consumers have taught us we have a great relationship with our retail partners and they're very clear about how we want to interact with them and we're very strong in providing them great promotional offers, great new product development, great opportunities to also hear about our insights about what's happening in the total skincare and natural category. But importantly, we also want to be able to talk directly to our consumers, educate them and inform them. And we also want to know what else they're buying. So it's quite a simple strategy. It's really, really led by the consumer. Dave, sustainability, ESG, very important for the equity mates community. And, um, you know, BWX is targeting 100% recyclable and carbon neutral brands and operations by 2030. 
Can you talk us through this commitment, how you're tracking what you're doing to to actually hit these targets? Look, I think importantly in 21, um, the year that's just gone, we were far more transparent our amb- against our ambitions. You know, we benchmarked against specific organisations as well as looking at the global reporting initiatives. Why? Because consumers are really, really focused on it. Now, we've historically been a leader in sustainability and we need to continue to be that leader. Consumers are demanding it. Our shareholders expect it. And most of the people in our organisation also, it's core to their principles as well. Now, we've done a lot. There's a lot more to do. But the new manufacturing facility that we're building that we go live on at the turn of the year will enable us to reduce our our waste by over 50%. We've also set ourselves targets to have no landfill by 2025. Sukin is already a carbon neutral brand. We'll have all of our brands carbon neutral by F23. Why? Because that's the trend that consumers are following. And as leaders, we have to lead by example and set these goals because we've only got one world. And let's be honest, it's all of our responsibility to do something better about it. And in addition to that, diversity is important. Diversity of thought, diversity of employees, diversity around bringing down, you know, unacceptable levels of pay inequality between males and females. So we're really focused on all of those attributes and all of those activities because they make a good business. Dave, you mentioned the new uh, manufacturing facility just then. Uh, I've seen some photos in your investor presentations. It looks pretty It looks pretty slick. It looks pretty uh, big as well. You must be pretty excited to uh, open the doors there. Look, we are. Uh, I have to say it's been a journey. COVID has certainly impacted us, uh, but the team have done a wonderful job in adapting to that. We go in there December, January time. It's 18,500 square metres, but it really drives out some efficiencies for the organisation. We could have stayed where we were, but we would have been you know, leaving opportunity for efficiency on the table. We're automating a lot of our factory. We're automating our pick and pack operation. And importantly, we're bringing all of our our workforce in Australia into one location, excluding the Sydney team. We're not expecting them to come down every day. (laughs) But what we are going to do then is find ways of having better collaboration, which will drive out more new product development. But importantly... That efficiency gain, 300 basis points when the when the facility is operating at capacity, will throw back into the business and invest in behind our brands to continue with our vision of being, you know, the global player for natural. And uh, really important, we continue to put effort and dollars behind our brands as we educate consumers about the benefits of natural. Well, here at Equity Mates, we love to see companies investing in Australian manufacturing. Uh, it's always good to see, especially when you're exporting that around the world. So. Uh, um, excited to see that up and running. Dave, we want to thank you for taking the time today. We always like to uh, finish with a final, uh, the same final question. You know, we're long-term investors here at Equity Mates and uh, we love, you know, CEOs and company leaders that are thinking long-term as well. So to close us out today, if you think uh, about BWX in 10 or 20 years, what does success look like? Great question. Uh, It's a really simple answer. It's the same thing that we talk about every day in our business in the decisions we make. Uh, We're going to be the global leader in natural wellness and beauty. Simple. Done. Done. That was easy. (laughs) Now you just got to go and do it. What a sell. (laughs) Absolutely. That's what we do every day, guys. Every day. I love that. No, Dave, it's been an absolute pleasure um, hearing from you. We love love speaking with company leaders and giving our community the opportunity to hear directly from them, particularly obviously with companies that they can invest in. So uh, it's been, you know, 
really enjoyable. We appreciate your time because we know all, all of your company leaders are incredibly busy. So thank you very much. No, thank you, guys. Thanks, Bryce. And thanks, Alec. And uh, really do appreciate your time and the thought you've put into this. And uh, guys, just one last thing. If you're not using an SPF <laughs> with the amount of time you're spending on the screen, get one. Blue light SPF, guys doesn't even have to be mine but please look after yourselves okay nice I have heard uh, I have heard the SPF thing need to get on it but uh yeah I'll, I'll commit to you Dave uh, I'll do some research and, and f- figure out my skincare routine uh, after this conversation and, and, and I'm sure Zoe will want it to be a bro2 product so uh, of course. You know, don't miss out on looking up uh, up the bro2 range as well well, well we're always well, open for a few samples so I was gonna say if, if Zoe uh, agrees to come on the show then I will I'll buy a year's supply of bro2 consider it done and I'll send you the samples and then I'll talk to Zoe on Tuesday no. That's great. Uh, Well, Dave, really appreciate you making the time and um, all the best with uh, everything at BWX. Thanks, guys. Look after yourselves. Well, there you go, Ren. Pretty interesting company, as we've discussed, and always great to hear it from the CEO themselves. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how GoTo grows uh, internationally over the next few years. It's been love seeing a good Australian story. Yeah, yeah. Very fascinating uh, story. I need to, I guess, invest some time in uh, my skincare routine. Do, yes. uh, Dave will now hold me accountable for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, a really interesting company that I don't, I definitely hadn't heard of, uh, and I assume a lot of people haven't hadn't heard of. So, uh, good way to kick off the summer series, I think, by discovering a company that uh, may be new to a lot of people. Absolutely. So thank you to Superhero who have sponsored uh, this episode and the summer series. Superhero now allow you to buy US and Aussie shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees and you can earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply. But also just a reminder that you can win a thousand bucks into your Superhero wallet if you just head over to the Equitymates Instagram page uh, and leave uh, a fun fact from this episode on the corresponding post. We'll then uh, choose a lucky winner from the comments section and we'll announce it later this week on our Instagram stories. So your chance to win not only a thousand dollars on this episode but if you listen to all 12 you could be walking home with 12 grand in superhero next episode we continue the summer series with another deep dive on match group so uh, it's home to some of the world's most popular dating sites can't wait to get stuck in can't wait hey thanks for listening to this episode of equity mates we love hearing from you so drop us a line at contact at equitymates.com or even better go to your podcast player and leave a five-star review Also, a reminder that the Equity Mates content train doesn't stop when you've run out of episodes to binge. We've got a brand new website, a Facebook discussion group. We're on Instagram, YouTube, and slowly making our way as an influencer on TikTok. Well, that's Ren. So uh, come and say hello and join the community. We'd love to welcome you. Until next time. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equitymates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Meets Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. 
Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast or video. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website, where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.